2: Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Win in Six podcast, official podcast of BehindBookPass.com. I'm your host, Editor in Chief Adam McGee. And joining me tonight, I have Managing Editor Ty Windish and Staff Writer Jordan Tresky. This is the Emergency John Henson Edition. Ooh, um, I thought you were going to say this is lit. You'd be right. Uh, that is also true this podcast is so impromptu this is like this is like when Batman flips the bat signal up in the sky and everyone just comes together this is this is like Batman and Jim Gordon meeting on the roof this is so impromptu I don't even have any water so things things could get wild here the books beat the Grizzlies that feels like the l- most unimportant details on I um we had... It feels like days ago now, but we had Jim Paskey, John McLaughlin night, which was a lot of fun. Then we had what would have been known as the Tyler Ennis, Damian Inglis, Rashad Vaughn game, only for John Henson to go and steal the show and make us all realize we miss John Henson so much more than we could ever have imagined. Just new John Henson... uh, I, I was waiting for him to like rip off the Larry Sanders mask, and we'd understand why he'd been away so long.
0: Did you see he got Larry endorsements on Twitter? He
2: got he got Larry thumbs up on Twitter, which was sensational. Yeah. Uh, it was he, really, really, really special. All. Where where do we start with this?
0: I I think I like the the puffed out chest walk even more than the thumbs He, he, the he strutted person. around like a peacock. He's amazing. Like, he just walked around. The, the, some dude on Twitter, I forget who, it's like one of the more popular accounts. He did my guy, John Henson, wrong. He said that John Henson ran away from Matt Barnes. He got ejected. That's why yeah, he I've, walked yeah, away. I've seen a
2: lot of that because he, did, he, he didn't just go straight down the tunnel. He went over to no, the he bench. Stood. And, like, he bumped yeah. chests with like half the books bench. So
0: like he got ejected like if you stay there he could he could have gotten like suspended like Matt Barnes will almost the, certainly Yeah the,
2: because the best part of the Barnes thing is Barnes wasn't actually ejected he got subbed out and decided no, to he run to the out door. Yeah so he yeah. just so, you know, he should get ejected or he uh, should, that, should get suspended should be a straight away so
0: He got escorted out by two security members if i read correctly of the arena I don't know where Matt Barnes mm. is right now. If you if you live in Milwaukee around downtown, lock your doors. Matt Barnes is looking for John Henson.
2: Matt Barnes has a car it. and will travel, so John Henson's not safe. I mean, no matter where John Henson goes, Matt Barnes will follow.
1: And he lives life by a quarter mile at, at a time. very <laughs> a Fast and Furious reference.
2: That's one oh, for man. Andrew Snyder if he's listening late at night. Um, <laughs> that would likely mean intoxication, so he'd enjoy that if that's yeah. the case. Um, let's we we'll get back to Henson Burns and that general few moments of madness and excitement, which I feel guilty for saying was about the most exciting few minutes of the book season. I, I think that got me more excited than Point Yanis. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, that was
0: way better than Point Yanis. Not even close. I mean,
2: Dude, Peac- John Henson is like. I have an objection. Peacock, uh, I know what your objection is. I need to get to that. But <laughs> Peacock John Henson belongs in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, just to, to I mean, get to it before. It made Jordan... it much better
0: it made it much better that it was against Tyler uh, against Matt Barnes. I hate Matt Barnes. Like there could you could not have picked a better person to get ejected over than Matt Barnes. That made me so happy. I was like, man, John Henson's just like your regular everyday guy who watches the NBA and also hates
2: Matt Barnes. It's funny, the books don't just get in these random scuffles. I feel like the guys fit a very specific profile. If I think this year, you, you've got Matt Barnes, obviously. Obviously, you have the, the Draymond stuff. In Phoenix, am I right remembering OJ got into it a little bit with Markeith Morris? I
0: don't think anyone could question that that happened, even Ninth, if it wasn't on TV.
2: I think it was um
0: Even if it wasn't on TV, that probably happened.
2: Um, there, was that, uh,
0: there
1: was that OJ Mayo DeMarcus Cousins... Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah
2: uh, and not even the list. I mean <laughs> th- there's a real like sort of profile of guys that the books like to get in fights in and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a pity that we're gonna have to wait a year now for more books Grizzlies. Um, because I would watch that tomorrow night. I would pay per view that if the yeah, NBA, NBA, NBA Finals, videos. man. NBA I mean, Finals matchup. The People's Finals. I think that's what we all want. The Grizzlies with all of their players injured, having to ride out with Matt Burns and Lance Stevenson against the bench unit the Bucs haven't played all season. I mean, it's, it's what we all asked for. Let's get to the bench unit. I want to start this on. I guess the most realistic thing I can possibly put in an emergency podcast called to discuss whatever the hell this game was, please, 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 everyone, this doesn't include Jordan and Ty, because they're probably just about to do it, but please don't, overreact. don't get carried away, everyone. Don't get Don't let your expectations get too far ahead of yourself. It's one game. One game. Now, Jordan Tresky, Tyler Ennis, what did you think? Um
1: I don't think words <laughs> to describe the way I felt tonight.
2: I'm glad I'm yeah. glad we called an emergency podcast.
1: Okay? <laughs> <laughs> A media that uses words to describe things that was not very good. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little disheveled. Well, uh, I, it was, it's what I imagined happening at earlier in the season, expecting Ennis to become a, I, I'm not saying he is that right now. Again, it's one game. But it was a very solid performance. And, of course, we kept hearing from Gus and Marcus throughout the night, you know, See, this guy, he's calm and collected all this stuff. And I, I just, I don't know. I someone, I, I kept seeing people whenever I talk about Edison on Twitter, and a little bit is a little ch- tongue-in-cheek. I try to you know, stoke the fires a little bit to get a reaction. But I've seen some people feel like they uh, <laughs> they feel like a soccer parent with him. But, hey, guess what? we not we don't have to feel like that anymore. The training wheels are off. Tyler Addis <laughs> is here to stay. He did Jordan. I have to say this. I have to say this though. Two highlights. He did this the other game. He had these crazy reversals, way up reversals. And he's like six foot. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. He looked he made Ryan Hollins look like he was, you know, probably. Or, do you No, uh, you guys Ryan remember, Ryan no,
0: you 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 guys remember Ryan what Hollands Ben Mahich said Ryan basically, yeah? Do you guys remember what Ben oh, really? said about Ryan Hollins?
2: No. Yeah, remind us.
0: I I can never forget this because it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> ben is convinced that uh I think it's Ryan Hollins. Has just nudes of all sorts of GMs, and that's the only reason he's still on these teams. I mean, that is like when the trade happened, he added me right away. He's like, the nudes are in Phoenix too.
2: He is signed with the Grizzlies like four times this season. I, I want to say he's got so, them. Man.
0: This will he, make Jordan happy. This is the 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 lead or the headline for the box score game story on NBA.com for this game. Ennis's big fourth lead bucks past Grizzlies 96 86 he's got he got the name recognition I'm surprised they put just Ennis because I feel like no one knows who he is but
2: everyone's like oh they know, they know ass yeah. typo? I mean oh
1: how dare you how dare you
2: <laughs> I'm I'm worried that on the scale of a rational fandom for a player um, we have a pretty significant scale on the higher end of Behind the Book Pass. We have me with Zaza, we have Ty with Johnny O'Brien, RIP. His, and his six have... seconds
0: tonight were my favorite six
2: seconds. Was that when Handsome was ejected, he got in?
0: Yes, I, I believe it was. He literally just stood out there and watched the clock wind down, and he did it with honor.
2: Jared Cunningham was having a lot of fun tonight. He, he was smiling I so I much. In. He was like, "This was all the craziness that was just on the verge of breaking out in Cleveland, but never actually happened." You could see it in his face. He was loving every second of it. Mm.
0: Maybe, the, maybe this is like the Jared Cunningham effect. Like behind closed doors, Jared Cunningham's just stupid hype, and he's just got everyone just. Go and bonk. Well, mostly John Henson.
2: That sounds just as reasonable as Tyler Ennis having transformed into reliable NBA.com-worthy game winner.
0: Did you uh, see Jason Kidd's <sighs> quote just now?
2: What's Jason Kidd's quote? This is what happens. This yeah, is this is our live podcast. This is a little bit different. Well, kind of live. I mean, yeah, we're obviously not live. at the time live. You listen to it, but you, you can pretend it's live. We always record live. I don't know how do But anyway, Jason can't had a quote.
0: So. I'm pulling it up right now. My Twitter's going slow. I want to get it exactly right because I know it's. it's, a, uh, it's I think I'm cool, gonna hear at least one. Quote girl. Like
2: this.
0: No, I don't wanna be libelous. I'm still waiting on Twitter. When asked about the big night from the bench, kid joked that the coach must have been holding back some of the second unit players. That's a tweet from Pratik Patel, ESPN. Demiingis, ah, that's uh, hilarious! That's hilarious, Jason high. Kidd. You're so funny. Career high ten.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Ten and five, three blocks, two assists.
0: I what, can't uh, for,
2: believe, how did he not get credited with any steals? Yeah, that's very I strange. I
0: saw him get steals. That's wrong. He got at least two steals. For, yeah, me, that's, what, yeah. for
1: me, what was more... Um, I guess that's shocking, but more... I don't want to say revelatory either. Something in between.
2: Something in between on the scale of shocking and revelatory. That's not revelatory. Okay, that's cool. It's still pretty serious if it's between shocking and revelatory on the scale. He
1: he looked like a different basketball player. Like he did not. I didn't. When I've seen him play, I've even watched G League games. I'm that much of a Bucks nerd, I guess. I've seen David Eagles play, and he never looked like he could run the floor. I'm sorry, I'm very excited right now. I, he never looked like he could run the floor or was, like, that incredibly athletic. And again, he was coming off. I've got to read hot some of
2: names game. out, though, because these are some of the guys he got to play against tonight. Xavier Munford, that. Briante Weber, Scrub, um, Alex. it's it's, it's, <laughs> Alex, it's, it's <laughs> It's Stephenson. They called him Stevenson all night on the on the broadcast. It's it's Stephenson. There's no end. I like his hair in the middle. His hair was impressive. As no. was his basketball came for the most part. He pretty good. Um It was basically a D League game at times, They had depleted the Grizzlies where I mean Lance Stevenson looked great again, and I don't know if I'm prepared to buy into he's that. So not
0: bad, he's not if, a bad player.
1: No, I was I gonna know. check this out. I was gonna tweet this out when he does like moves to like score. Like there was this one like it was like kind of like an isolation play, and then like he was doing like these ball handling moves and then kind of just like pop of the shot, which like crazily just like swish
2: like. I don't there was know. a there was a shot what that he... looked like it was gonna be short the whole way. He it was like yeah. sky high and it just sort of went in smooth. This was the one after like trying to cross someone up. It was an insane sequence.
1: Yeah, but when he does those moves, it looks like he's doing like a, a dance dance revolution. He's like playing like a dance dance revolution <laughs> game. It looks so choreographed. It looks so. It was crazy.
2: He can actually sort of do things he's, when his moves guy. are slow. Oh, they're not that That's slow. His, his moves are like slow, uh, but they work. I mean, I feel he's like. slower than.
0: Uh, I feel like Jordan's great like Like, He goes through the same routine. Every, and maybe it's like. Part of his and-one sponsorship, he has to get the right angles for the and-ones. <laughs> I
2: I'll feel like he needs to go trash, like... for the Nets or the Sixers. He, I mean, be, he
0: can be. I mean, he's a good defender.
2: He'd be a superstar if the team was bad enough to just go, this is your team, uh, and Stevenson. You take over. The Nets. He's from Brooklyn, as Marcus Johnson said quite a few times, I think, at tonight's broadcast. Mm-hmm. Lance to Brooklyn, I mean, what could go wrong? Um. Otherwise, we saw a lot of too big rotations tonight. A lot. Um, I don't know if that's just partly because Kid wants to get Henson minutes. He can't cook Plumlee. He's playing on road. He just wants to get guys on the floor and has been left with no other option. With Plumlee and Henson in particular, though, it worked quite nicely. Henson, I, I saw some of his post-game stuff, and he said he he felt really comfortable in, in that rotation with the two of them there because he felt if he missed something, Plumlee was there to sort of clean up and vice versa.
0: Yeah, it's, it's crazy how the, the lane is more open with those two centers than with Greg Monroe and Jabari. Like, those two together, like, they made room for Giannis when they were all out there. Like, I noticed that. Like, they would, like, kind of close in around him afterward, but it worked pretty well.
2: I feel like with Plumlee, there's no way of measuring this, really, without going in, just looking through all of the tape. But or, like, he, with Synergy or something. Yeah, he's a... I don't even know if gravity, maybe, if you can look at how other guys impact gravity, but I feel like he just has such a good awareness for when he needs to get himself out of the way or when he needs to, just his decisions more than anything. Like, it's, you know, a lot of trying to pin things on Plumley, as in he's a good athlete, he's a good rim runner, which he is. Good defender was thrown out there. Might be a stretch, but he's, he's definitely above average. I think the thing he is above anything else is just intelligent, and he, he knows more often than not what to do, he makes the right plays, he gets himself out of the way when needed and then when he's needed to get himself involved, generally on the end of an alley-oop, he pushes himself to the forefront and does it, there's a few few nice alley-oops again tonight, which has just become about as predictable as a Giannis near triple-double um, going forward this is the maybe the toughest toughest part of any books conversation, but going forward, do you feel Kid is going to let these guys continue to get significant burn? Like, I know he doesn't have a ton of options, but Sunday night, Utah Jazz are in the Bradley Center. Do we see Damian Inglis in the first quarter again, for example? Not. Not should we, because... That's probably a debate that's been pretty clearly yes for quite a while. But do we really think a kid goes that way? Was part of it that he felt the Grizzlies were so depleted, their players were not sort of their usual NBA crew that he could get away with? it. Um, I would think he's not going to be
1: as aggressive as he was tonight. Obviously, the circumstances uh, were... I think he thought the circumstances were warranted- to... Giving English a you know early burn everybody of course you know woke up like oh English fans that don't come at garbage time you know that kind of thing um, but come Sunday and beyond I expect a little bit more because I think they the Bucks still clung to making the playoffs even though we have. Long <laughs> gone past that point of actually thinking that would be, become a reality. All the you know, even I think we said this like two months ago.
2: Was was tonight the first night that kid might have given up on that? As in that he really sort of went and let loose with let's experiment, or maybe maybe it's fair now to date that back to Janice at point guard, because as as well as that has worked out in the past when they tried it, it didn't necessarily always reap the rewards. So. I mean, that that's made things look a lot better all around, but maybe that could have been a moment where kids sort of went, We've nothing to lose now, let's just sort of go and try this. If you hadn't before that though, tonight has to be a watershed in that way. I mean to leave those guys in to close the game out. I did
0: think that was admitted that was great coaching, by the way. To not touch that yes. lineup when they were playing like that was I mean it's gotta be hard to not put Point Giannis in or Chris or Jabari, I mean, the, the load they've carried, and I've been squawking about it for like a month now, about them getting more rest. I mean, they it, it has felt like at times the team would fall apart without one or at least two of them out there. Keeping them all on the bench for that whole quarter, that was
2: a good move. I think that's only great coaching, though, if he makes use of it going forward, isn't it? Because he's given those guys, like, if you're at Inglis, for example, that's forget about what Inglis' ability might or might not be. Maybe he listens to us at 1-6 and, and he heard me basically uh, just write off his career entirely. I, I have a feeling that was on this week's podcast. If it wasn't, it was last week's. That's that's what happens. Maybe I should write off more players' careers. Johnny O'Brien's career is over. Uh-huh. Good thing, Ty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him firing again. But say, for, for example, with Inglis... Does the confidence boost having spent most of the league in the D most of the season in the, league, the D league, not really getting chances when you're up with the books, of coming up on a night like tonight, getting minutes, getting a career high, and being trusted enough with the other young guys to finish out a game, like is that the sort of thing that can really make a difference and spur him on to showing a bit more of what he's really about? Does it take the shackles off in a way? I
0: don't think so. I, you, you'd hope so.
2: Yeah. And I guess with, with English, the, the, fun, <laughs> the fun part of it was that it translated on both ends of the floor, but that's something that generally for this group you could say applied, and I don't think anyone would have expected that of a group made up of Tyler Ennis, Rashad Vaughn, Damien Inglis, obviously Plumlee and Henson act as a nice anchor, sort of, but there was real energy in the defensive rotations. It was something that we haven't seen a lot of from the starters at times. Maybe that urgency can bring something a bit different. That was nice. Is there a way that that can translate over into the starting group? Even, say, for example, something like that Henson incident... I sort of feel like it's a pity the books aren't on a back-to-back right now. because Yeah, they don't
1: play till Sunday.
2: Yeah, that's, that's... that's going to have given them a lot of energy. Particularly the starters, who got a bit of rest as well. It's like if there was ever a good time for a back-to-back, it was after that game. Your starters get to rest up. They have an incident that would just completely energize them, and they go and they're ready to sort of fire against the Jazz. Instead, they're going to have to wait three days. Is there something real, though, momentum-wise, the Bucks can take from a game like that, which, after all, was just a win against an incredibly injured Grizzlies team?
0: I mean, I, I think there is. I think part of the Bucks starters lacking that defensive energy could be on, like, just, like... I mean, th- there's obviously more hunger for the bench lineup. Like, all of those guys have been fighting for minutes, with the possible exception of Plumley lately. But I think part of it, too, is just that because they've been playing so much and doing so much on offense, I mean, you can only go so hard on both ends. Like, you can't expect Giannis to run the floor for 40 minutes and then play energetic shutdown D. James Harden's the most extreme example. But, I mean, Harden carries his team on offense as much as just about anyone, if not more, if you look at his minutes and his percentage of team points it's not surprising he has defensive lapses. The same goes for the Bucks, and that's why teams like the Spurs and last season the Warriors were so good on defense is because they share the load more on offense, so they all have more to bring on the other end. I think those guys were all hungry to play, and they were all pretty well rested, so they had, you know, more than enough energy to bring it on both sides.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree, and, you know... We talked about a lot about this, the bench this year, and even <clears throat> going back to last year, and injuries play a lot of part, big parts, in how the bench, you know, affected it. But there, it was such a clear. This season has been, you know, a time just been a drag Whenever it, it was like by the end of the first quarter to the second quarter, it would just be, you know, inevitable let's say, 10 to 0 runs, 10 to 2 runs, and then that's what started this whole staggering, you know, business. It would always, like, force new changes to come with a lineup change or yeah, or another lineup change. And then I think maybe, again, one kid I against mean, a team that is incredibly injured all this stuff, maybe you start to see that there is some hope, not some hope, but I guess some Yeah, I guess maybe hope is hard. Right. <laughs> um, that there is some hope that they These, you know, next What, 15
0: games are left? Maybe? 14 now yeah. 14 now? No, to 15 get now stuff? 15? Yep This was game number 69
1: With oh, oh. 30, 30.
0: With oh, 13 Oh, 13 Yeah Well, you we were both wrong
1: anyway, um, maybe <clears throat> this this next 13 games gives something for the... T- I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. You, know,
2: mean, I, you can't be worse than At least, at
1: number, at least you know how to right? count.
2: I mean... You said 14. Yeah, I didn't know. You just couldn't do math, but I mean... That's nothing new. It's an well, excuse, it under the circumstances, we're all... A little bit flustered. As I said, this podcast contains no water, at least on my end. So, I saw you drink from something. Well, you must be seeing things then. I mean, I've, I've got this empty glass that I sort of just do my best yeah, to, well, get, to get well, it dripped. Like, yeah, that's what I was seeing then. <laughs> like. uh, getting back to what really matters. That was something new from John Henson, and I know we saw quite a bit of him earlier in the year. But injuries have been sort of well, there on and off.
0: I mean, what was that? He stepped over Aaron Brooks in the playoffs last year.
2: I don't think that's really comparable,
0: though. That was absolute. I mean, I'm pretty sure he got tossed for that, or at least teed up. You can't. That was obviously on purpose. Aaron Brooks was stepping.
2: I think there's a difference between. Reacting. I mean, to this one was more extreme. Drugs. I mean, first of all, when with six seconds left and a game that's over, to go and block a guy's shot in any fashion—never mind as emphatically from behind as he actually did—is like.
0: I don't know why you would let. I wouldn't. I would have blocked it too. Don't let him shoot.
2: Yeah, you—you you know, that's not
0: it fans. You fans know do not pay for forty-seven and. You know, 11, 12 minutes. They pay for 48 minutes. I don't see if you're gonna shoot with under a shot clock left,
2: you're gonna Come get a block. Come on, Ty. Come on.
0: Well, no, shooting in the first place. If you shoot with that little time left, you bet your ass someone's gonna play defense.
2: Well, that's not normally how it works. You, you wait,
0: think wait, people wait, just get shots learn. off? With, with, With half-court sets, you think people just get shots off if they could wind the clock down?
2: When a guy gets to the rim, I've seen when the game is over in that situation and a guy is clean through about to lay it in, I don't think I've ever seen that happen before.
0: I wouldn't try it on a
2: guy who's played 25 minutes in the last two months. This isn't like 35 seconds remaining. You know what I mean? This isn't like any sort of time at turn. This is six seconds. The game couldn't be any more over. So yeah, that's,
0: that's like how much John Henson has played per day over the last two months, if you divide it out. I, I'm not surprised at all he did that. He's played like 30 minutes in like three months. Of course he's going to get all the basketball he can out of his limited minutes tonight.
2: Well, he didn't quite. I mean, he left himself six seconds short.
0: I think that extracurricular was worth more than six seconds. I just, He did more than just six love, seconds. Yeah, I mean, the, the, way,
2: the way he left the arena was... Oh, he got
0: he got a hero's exit. Whoever, Everyone
2: loved it. Whoever caught that John Henson jersey, I mean, they better treasure it. If, if not, I want to see it up on, those, up on that new range of books authentics. <laughs> I I will buy the John Henson jersey from that game I'm, I'm, I'm like a little old.
0: trigger happy on buying jerseys now
2: there's a big opportunity for the books I, th- I think they could get John Henson to sign all sorts of pictures from that game <laughs> there's a lot of cash to be made I think there's collectors, you know, they, they... collector's money out there if they could get Burns to sign it too I mean maybe he's got you, a business you know business what they they
0: should have gotten Jason Kidd to sign the basketball. And Jason Kidd's last NBA steal from Zach Sarba—that could have been a nice collector's item. <laughs> That's true. I they know, might maybe... have moved him up
2: one on the steals leaderboard. Oof. Hard blows from Ty Windish. Have we any other big takeaways from an otherwise crazy night? How much fun was it to see? Jim Paskey and Johnny Mac get their their long overdue recognition. Thirty years overdue. I feel like they should have got a banner the day Jim Paskey stepped into the booth. I, I, I feel I, like I, they I, sorry, should
0: bring Eddie Doucette back for some games.
2: I don't think I could take that.
0: <laughs> He's a
2: blast. I I, I, messaged like... I, was, I messaged Jordan and I was I messaged Jordan. I was like. Seriously, they used to let that guy and Johnny Mac do games together.
0: I bet it was super lit all the time.
2: I I'd, I'd say it was just like random laughs and crazy noises. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's like literally uh, where they would they have been at a game? I, I don't know. That's I do not have a lot of experience of Eddie Set, but him and Johnny Mac calling games together is terrifying. You you need a password. <laughs> Um, to quote
1: Johnny Mac, the 70s were crazy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how, how great was Johnny Mac when he got on the mic tonight? I love that he took it first. He was just like, he was seizing that moment, and I did not quite know okay. what was going to come out of his mouth to begin with. And Pashki yeah. yeah. steps up. I mean, it, you just, whenever he speaks...
0: He, I think he always talks like that, like even when he's home. Of
2: course he does. It's his voice, but you feel like he's commentating.
0: How do you, can you make me a steak? <laughs> he okay.
1: comes, in, comes this, in the room on his Jordan's, own. University. Jordan's Jim room is on
2: the definitely needs some work. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I get it. We, won't, we won't go there yet. We'll finish out with what Gus Johnson thought of tonight's game. Um, <laughs> the tributes <laughs> that came in for, for Pashki and Johnny Mac were pretty did special. They, I mean...
0: Did they get Kareem? I didn't see if they got Kareem. They didn't get no, Kareem. I don't think so. That That's like literally the only Bucks legend that I can think of that they really missed. He's probably like in hiding
2: working on his Mycroft homes. But Yeah, he's writing he's like, oh, the third Mycroft
1: oh, I, I,
2: I don't know how to feel about beating Jordan to a Jordan joke. <laughs> oh, man. I've reached in you low. Oh. Let's go to before we wrap up this Oh, one, one, one thing, one thing. I swear I you this. Um I thought I thought, plug I thought your ceremony, tweets, Jordan. Plug your tweets.
1: Uh, it's my weekly or actually bi weekly no, that's not the right word. Uh weekly let's just go weekly. Weekly plugging on my Twitter once again. I thought the ceremony was great, but <laughs> mayor Merritt, when you're holding a microphone, everybody can hear you. You don't have to <laughs> yell into the microphone. It was it was uh, very Riley loud.
0: Quite, it sounded like he came in from a bar crawl. It really I did. Was, like, I he was going to really say weird. that
2: Riley had the perfect tr- tweet for it. Yeah. I wasn't going to actually give the details of it just for for fear of repeating and I was going to encourage people to go and visit <laughs> Riley's Twitter. But yeah, you can't, you can't tease a tweet. Those who are regular, find listeners, out the well,
0: other 130 characters.
2: I mean, those are regular listeners will know that I have no problem with teasing tweets, impressions. I mean, I'm gonna keep people waiting even longer for that one. Uh, <sighs> Jordan's not gonna break break the real one out for an emergency. I mean, it's gonna be next week before we wrap up. You
0: don't want to do a panic move.
2: No, never. We've got two questions. I haven't read these questions yet, so they may not be worth answering. Bro, how
0: how did we get almost as many questions on the we,
2: emergency that's, podcast as exactly the exactly as many questions as we did for. Oh the my, I
0: thought I thought we got three.
2: We only got no, two. Was, I thought we got three. It was two. Mailbag. Oh yeah. mailbag has been through the roof, and it's just it slacked off last last Monday. So make sure if you're listening to this, which I know everyone is, how could you not be listening to the emergency John Henson podcast? Um, like, that could be the, that. might be how it's displaying on your your phone, computer, device right now. Um, make sure to send us questions next Monday. That's not just you, Alex Koenig. Other people too. Send us questions. <laughs> First question comes from uh, It's a Piece of Jake. What percentage of you wanted a Malice in the Palace round two to break out? I would have clocked Barnes. My emotions were so high.
0: I'm gonna say zero. I don't, I don't want anyone to actually get hurt outside of Matt Barnes, but I, I don't want John Henson to get suspended. He just got back. Like let it let him play a little bit before he gets suspended.
2: I mean, I I would have been down for like Johnny Mack coming out and like cracking a headset over Matt Barnes' head <laughs> to mark the night that was in it.
0: It's 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 really sad that that uh, stomach infection O.J. Mayo had spread and broke his ankle because if that didn't happen, like this was the perfect O.J. Mayo situation. Uncle I, Juice would have been
2: all I, over this. I'm glad that Mayo wasn't there because it just it let Henson do his own thing, you know what I mean? The talking was going on for so long that Mayo could have got involved earlier and got Barnes and himself ejected with something not quite as exciting, just some <laughs> Some run-of-the-mill Mayo being a psychopath stuff. It would have been great if Juice just hobbled in the tunnel, though. Like, is that O.J. Mayo's music? I mean, Juice just gets escorted out of the building. Henson can walk out of his own free will, tearing his jersey off. I mean, special moment. Next question. Last question, unless any more come in in the meantime. Oh no! This is—I think this is a ghost of my past that has come back to haunt me. Something I've completely forgotten about until this tweet came in. Did Tyler Ennis prove that he can be a starting point guard? I think he can be Mike Bibby, but he needs a better shot. Thoughts? I actually did write a piece. Uh, That was sorry. That was at Jared Anderson five. I did write a piece. About a year going out, and I'm going to hurry and yeah, go the before Jordan did. can do anything with it. Um, oh, that's where, what Tyler be heart next heart. I Tyler the next Mike Bibby. I did do it. It wasn't quite, well, maybe that was the exact title. I think but, that was um, the
0: exact title.
2: Basically, I had a look at the way their distribution worked, how some of their numbers early in their career, and with Ennis style, was that a possibility? Um. I think I've brought a lot smarter in a year, but I have a, I have a feeling that some other people are prepared to go on record on this.
1: Work it down October
2: 24th, 2017. No, Jordan,
1: no. September I do not think that's a game day. i the Bucks.
2: Uh, and yeah, and then by, really. by a week later, when the season starts, he's been cut, right?
0: I, I said the wrong day October
2: 28th there we go
0: that sounds maybe like it could be a game day
2: I feel like I can't release this podcast for embarrassment now that one, that I wrote that article that time ago, and two, that Jordan <laughs> is boldly predicting that Tyler Ennis is the book starting point guard in 2017. Hey,
1: yeah, I boldly pred- predicted that a pickle would be thrown out of the court. I'm fine with the saying Tyler Ennis to be the book starting point guard.
0: The, the pickle was more realistic. <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> I'm inclined to agree. No. The, the pickle no. might start a point guard at this rate. I mean. Oh my god! <laughs> no! As, well, long as, as long as the
0: Pickle's usage rate is low enough and the contract is cheap enough. <laughs> I There's think the, a, the, the, pickle, the Pickle might
2: just stay out of the way to leave Giannis and Jabari plenty of space to get to work.
0: When it was just a cucumber, I didn't trust it, but now that it's a full-grown Pickle, I'm ready to put our offense in its hands.
2: Is, is that how... Wow, yeah, I think you've blown my mind there. I'm pretty sure it is. I, I, I'm i not so sure. I'm going to have to investigate that. That seems to be a slightly dubious claim from Taiwanese.
0: Um No, pickle. P- pickles may refer to pickles, a name for pic- a pickled cucumber in the U.S. and Canada. That is wow. where a pickle is. Nailed it. Thanks, family guy.
2: That's changed my whole perspective on life. Just, just like John Henson did with his gladiatorial exit from the BMO Harris-Bradley Center tonight. Um, we may only have 13 <laughs> games left on this desperately disappointing season, but if we could get more players getting ejected, strutting, and tearing their clothes off, just the top. That's not going too carry carried away. Just just the jersey. We want the jersey, as I said.
0: <laughs> no, we're on I our test alone. I just uh, want to say,
1: I know I mean, the Bucks beat the Warriors... The Cavaliers, they had a big victory (laughs) against someone else I can't remember right now. But uh, this is my favorite win of the year because it's just a crazy, crazy game. 100%.
0: The fact that Damian Inglis can play defense is probably my real favorite thing about this game. Like we've had our our wing who can play defense this whole <sighs> time, but <laughs> isn't it funny? It, 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 some people might think uh, it's because the coach didn't give him a chance. <laughs> Jason Kidd comedian.
2: Come on, one game, one game. Let's wait and but see. Does, I, ho- does, I hope. Does, is gets. he
0: not going to remember how to jump and hold his arms up after tonight? Oh, I forgot. I can uh, only do that against the cruisers
2: Let's let's wait and see. Really, I mean one that, one that, game. That athleticism could be gone. It takes a lot more than that. We should, we should all know. We've all been burned by this. What 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 do I call? It? We've all been burned by this poker before. <laughs> Dude, it's like, like some nasty sort of, I don't know, I think, prodding in the back of our necks, branding us as English fans. Yeah. We've all been down this road before. I hope he gets more minutes. I hope we see more of this. We just have to be. A little bit careful. Let's take it game by game. Let's see another game. More solid production then we can start to believe. We've just had another question. People don't want us to finish. This one comes from a chat be snacking. Meaning we've surpassed our question total from last week's win and six. Don't let us down again, people. How hyped are you about John Henson? He was lit tonight. I don't know if I should so be reading right. this one now it's just the tweet continues it's thirsty Thursday <laughs> so I'm lit as well but he well,
0: <laughs>
2: I, I can't read the, I can't read the end of that one uh, <laughs> I'm, reading I'm reading it hold now. on um, that's pretty much it for this podcast uh, Wait, thanks very much to... for listening we'll be back next Monday unless John Henson gets ejected more often and yeah follow us on soundcloud and subscribe to us on itunes oh. <laughs> read our stuff at behind and we'll be back next week thanks very much guys